Hello, welcome to the Tuesday, September 27th, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. And for those of you who are into reverse engineering, another gift from Didier, this time it's P-Code DMP. That's a Python script that decompiles or disassembles P-Code. Visual Basic for applications typically is found in the macro form, as source code in Office documents, but Dr. Bonchev also documented that you can include compiled Visual Basic uh, macro, essentially that's a P code. Now he did contribute a decompiler for that, uh, that Didier then included into his tools and essentially what uh, P code dump is all about. Well, it looks like we finally got some news from the Fido Alliance. The Fido Alliance is a group of companies that is trying to come up with a new web-based authentication standard. And that's something we all really need. They came up with a standard actually, I think it was about two years ago or so. I played a little bit with it. It looks really interesting. Essentially, the way it works is for each website that you register, you will create a unique key pair and then use a public-private key authentication in order to authenticate to that site going forward. The key pairs itself or the secret key is kept on a secure hardware device. A YubiKey, for example, came up with such a device, but really haven't seen a lot of websites really implementing it. And besides YubiKey, not really a lot of implementations of that scheme. Well. Anyway, it looks like it's getting a little bit more steam now. Lenovo and Intel announced that they will come up with supporting hardware. So we'll have to see how this will go. Also the W3C, the organization that's creating web standards uh, is trying to come up with a better API to integrate Fido into various web browsers. So we'll see what's happening there. Uh, still probably not going to implement it on Internet Storm Center website until I I see a little bit more support for this standard. And then we got a little bit more detail on the weakness in encrypted iOS 10 backups. If you remember yesterday, I talked about this iOS 10, if you save an encrypted backup, the passphrase is a lot easier to brute force than in prior versions of iOS. It turns out now that Apple changed from the password-based key duration function two or PBKDF2 to, which it applied actually 10,000 times to a single iteration of SHA-256. So uh, that caused that change in ease in uh, brute forcing passwords. Apparently Apple is working on a patch and will probably move back to the old scheme in a soon to be released update. Until then, not really much you can do about it other than pick strong and very long passwords for your iOS. 10 backups, but you probably back them up in iCloud anyway, in which case all of this doesn't matter because backups are typically not encrypted in the cloud. This only matters if you do make local backups using iTunes. And looks like Mozilla is trying to get serious in revoking certificate authorities from its browsers that do not play by the rules that are required in order to be included in this trusted lists. 
Two certificate authorities that are being affected by this are Wosign and Startcom. Startcom, of course, in particular important here because I know a lot of people, including myself, who use Startcom for them offering free certificates and also relatively cheap Glass 2 certificates. There are a number of issues that are outlined in the report that Mozilla published on this incident. But first of all, there's a technical issue here in that both Wosign and Startcom did issue bad certificates based on bugs in their web application. But then there are also issues with them trying to deceive people like Mozilla who tried to audit them by, for example, providing code snippets that did not match the actual output, for example, for serial numbers. And also Wosign buying Startcom and trying to deceive the public about that purchase by going through a number of intermediary companies in order to accomplish that. But probably most significant and worst here is that they backdated certificates. What's happening is that, well, we all know the SHA-1 algorithm will be depreciated for certificates. Now, there is sort of a little transition rule here if a certificate was issued before a given date, then SHA-1 will still be accepted. Apparently what happened here is that both Wosign and then later Startcom, after it was purchased by Wosign, did issue certificates with, that were backdated and signed with SHA-1 in order to bypass some of these depreciation rules that various browsers are implementing now. So if you have any Startcom or Wosign based certificates, uh, shop around and see what else you can do there. There is a chance that Mozilla will no longer support these certificates and of course other browsers may follow suit. Well, uh, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.